everybody, and welcome to episode 366 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, no matter how you're playing it. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we're talking about Theros Beyond Death Standard. That's right. What does the standard format even look like right now? We are getting shaken up by Nyx and yeah. all of the weird underworld stuff and things escaping mm-hmm. and various gods oh yeah etc etc you know and like how does this change standard decks that were already developed and what new ones are coming to the forefront that's right all of that and more including some more greek myth story time yay we're learning so much we really are and some flavor text theater yeah i've got all these hot packs of theros beyond that's right here we've got these nice boosters we're rolling rolling in them we're just rolling in boosters oh yeah all five of them I just really want a, to do a photo shoot, you know, in a tub, but just covered with boosters. Oh, yeah. You know, for like a sexy Valentine's Day calendar shoot. Sure. <laughs> but it's all booster packs. Knock yourself out, man. Hey, you'd buy it. You'd buy it. <laughs> like all magic content creators, like Marshall is like in, yes. a, in a tub covered with booster packs. Tell me you would not <laughs> buy that. You can't tell me you wouldn't buy it because you would buy it. Yeah fundraiser idea yeah fair enough (laughs) marking it down right now by the way um thank you to everybody who said that they would do our 365 good luck high five challenge that's right (laughs) apparently we need to get episodes one through 80 available to people yeah so what happens is there's only um 300 of our episodes available at any given time i believe on our podcast feed Uh, so uh what i need to do is put those old episodes on our podcast feed website so I have to just go back in through episodes one through 83 or 84 at this point now, because uh, every every week one's going to yeah. fall off. Um, and you can go in there and listen. And, you know, there's more than one person who's doing this. So wow. you're not alone, everybody. All right. You're not alone. I don't know how you're going to document this. Maybe with like a little one second a day video. Yeah. You're hanging out with us. There is somebody who's doing it who's tweeting at us every day, like a oh. little recap of the episode. Oh, that's <laughs> it's so It's like cute. a blast from the past. Wow. Apparently my Minnesota accent, which was much more pronounced back then. Wow. Do you know what? I think that I, I believe that. Yeah. Because, you know, I was not, you know, doing like announcing for yeah. like my 100% job. Yeah. So it probably was not on my mind as much. Yeah. Really getting those O's in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, but um, awesome stuff there. Uh, Thank you so much for people who are taking that challenge on. What's wrong with you? Um, All right. (laughs) We want to say thank you as well before we start our episode to everybody who's a supporter of the show on Patreon. That's right. Patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you so much. Um, And we have... We have some really exciting February Patreon Pledge Drive yes, awards we do. that are going to happen. Um, I'm super excited for when February runs rolls around, runs around. When it runs around. Whee! When February, February runs around and we can tell you about them. I know. But get ready. What was our phone number that people are going to call for Pledge Drive Month? Oh, man. What was it? 612, 612 Fossils with a Z. Fossils with a Z. I hope that number is still available. Every yeah. year, like, we, I forget to renew it, but every year it's somehow still available. Still available. <laughs> Fossils with a Z. That's right. People call in and leave us messages like a real Pledge Drive. It's going to be a great time. Yes. Uh, coming up next week already. Wow. 
February. Holy cow. I'm ready. Thank you to everybody who joined since the last episode and everyone who's been supporting us for a long time. Yes, it really does mean the world to us. We make everything that we do possible. Yeah, it just takes a second of your time and it impacts all the creators that you support Mm -hmm. so very, very much. Thank you to Card Kingdom. You can head over to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. They're another one of our supporters. Yes. They're they awesome. so much awesome stuff, including product that you can draft. Yeah, they've got which Lumeria. Which is so cool. Which is a cool draftable set if you're yes. like, I'm over Theros already. I mean, I guess you could be technically if you've drafted a lot or whatever. You just want a set you haven't drafted. Lumeria is available. And it comes with these sweet tokens. Check it out. Um, you've got, we have Ashlyn. Um, we have Laura Goyfs in here. Um, we have so many. We have Saffron Olive. Yeah. You know, uh, Kathleen. Card Kingdom sponsors some great people. Adam. Oh, great. James. Oh, look at, look at little cookie. James. <laughs> <laughs> and, you Graham. know, me and Megan are in here, too. That's true. So if you order Lumeria, you get a random set of these cool <gasps> tokens that come with them. So Where's the one with the dog? There is a dog one. But I don't have oh, it. Oh, you don't have it. I'm I don't know. so mad. You have How'd... the option to get a dog. Wow. token okay it's possible you can get it's a dog possible. token yeah all right but that's just like one of the cool ancillary products that card kingdom offers yeah. like if you want to teach your friends how to play they've got awesome things called rookie decks which are like five bucks yeah and they're a monocolored deck and they're super easy to teach your friends with once they're past that you can give them battle decks yes which are designed to fight against each other for 10 so bucks cool it's like a really great resource that they offer that really l- is. literally nobody else offers so nope. head on over to cardkingdom.com slash glhf for any of that stuff say good luck have five Good luck have five. Good luck <laughs> have five. <laughs> Good luck have sticker or have token. Yeah. And you'll get one of those for free in your order. Pretty sick. My brain works. All right, everybody. Let's talk about Theros Beyond Death shaking up standard. That's right. A whole Maria, new format. You are pretty excited about at least one deck in here. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a bunch of the top decks. But before we do, I don't want to keep you in anticipation any longer because you all know yeah. I'm going to talk about Boggles, right? Yes, you are. You just know that I am. Of so course like, you are. Let's get it out of the way so we can move on with our lives. Yeah. So I tried out a best of one Boggles deck, which was just green white, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Um, and then there there was an, another neat list that was a banned boggles that I got from MTG Goldfish. This was a Fish 5-0 deck, um, which, of course, is splashing blue because you've got to play Staggering in- Inside. Am I right? Uh, I mean, I guess Which you is are. the new Curious Obsession. So it gives your creature plus one, plus one lifelink. And uh, whenever it deals combat damage to a player, you get to draw a card. Yeah. So that's like one of the best auras in the set, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're going to play it. The deal with this is if you're like, how can you play Boggles in Standard, Maria? There's no Boggle in Standard. Yeah, there isn't. Don't worry. We have some solutions for that. Oh, uh, tell me about it. The easiest way is to play Paradise Druid. You oh. remember Paradise Druid, right? Yeah, 2-1 for one in a green hex proof that's right it's hex proof uh only when it's untapped yes. <laughs> so like what are you gonna do you have to tap to attack well don't worry we've got an enchantment from theros called sentinel's eyes which gives oh. plus one plus one in vigilance and is most importantly a single white mana and has escape for a single white mana exile two cards from your graveyard as well wow. so this is the combo of the deck you get paradise druid down you put sentinel's eyes on it you attack it doesn't tap guess what you've made your own boggle what a what a combo! I know, right? But you, that's still it's not very exciting. That's like a three-two. So 
<laughs> yeah. You've got to do a little bit more work than that. And so, like I said, you can play uh, Staggering Insight on that. Mm-hmm. You can play uh, Season of Growth in your deck, which is an enchantment that whenever you cast uh, something that targets one of your creatures, you get to draw cards, yeah. which is really cool. It's a little engine to fi- help you find things like Satessin Training, which is another cantrip that uh, gives plus one, plus oh, and Trample. Yeah. Hydra's Growth is played in this list, which just grows your tre- creature Very over several importantly, turns. Um, this deck also has Karametra's Blessing, yeah. which is a single white for an instant target creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. If it's an enchanted creature mm-hmm. or enchantment creature, it also gains hexproof and indestructible until end yeah. of turn. So this will... indestructible is quite important, I imagine, yes. in a format that does have sweepers. Right. So this this helps a lot to make your other creatures in your deck bother because you can't only have four creatures in a standard mm-hmm. deck that's trying to attack with creatures. It's just not going to work. So we kind of have to build our own boggles in other in other ways. So the most important cards here is the Tessin Champion. Oh, yeah. Which very, is a cool nice. rare from Theros Beyond Death. That's that one three for three mana. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it and draw a card. Nice. So it has that cool constellation ability. Yeah. Uh, so that's just, that's not only is it another creature, it's also like your season of growth. So those yeah. two things are drawing you cards. Cards, cards, cards. You've got Siona, Captain of the Pileas, to help you find your uh, enchantments. And of mm-hmm. course, you're playing all that glitters because... That card is, that one's from, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Eldraine, Throne of Eldraine. Yeah. That gives plus one, plus one for each artifact and or enchantment you control. Yeah. So that's how you make a huge Paradise Druid or whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Make it enormous uh, using this card and Hexproof and Indestructible. And you've got your backup if you happen to make your Satessin Champion your Boggle in this yeah. instance. I also like that we have um, Alciad of Life's Bounty Yes. This is a white mana for a 1-1 lifelink, but more importantly, it has one, sacrifice this creature. Target creature or enchantment you control gains protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Yeah. A little bit more protection against that targeted removal. Yeah. Pretty pretty important. Hopefully, you don't have to give it hex... uh, Sorry. Protection from white or from green. (laughs) I mean... Because then your auras will fall off. Uh, But yeah, but generally, you're not having to do that. So yeah. um, it's a really, really fun deck. I don't think it's very good, but it is super, super fun. And if you're looking to get through the earlier ranks of the ladder, mm-hmm. this will get you through there and you'll have a great time doing it. You just are drawing an absurd number of cards with yeah. this deck when you go off and you have such inevitability. I think that's the, one of the reasons I love Boggles. Not only is it silly and fun, but the feeling of just like ultimate power when you've got a Boggle that can't be killed is like So if you're no chasing other. that feeling of ultimate power, <laughs> you're wondering this where you're going to you. get it. This, this is, is it. You. This is it. So this is a deck I tried to run in the standard challenge on Arena, which unfortunately ends today, which is Monday when we're yep. recording this. But it was a super fun event. Um, this deck didn't really do well. <laughs> but I have hopes for it, you know. Yeah. I have high hopes. Absolutely. Um, what else okay. is happening? So this is another fun deck because I know you, yes. you listeners, you like fun stuff, okay? Yeah. We could talk about getting spiky, which we will in a minute, but I wanted to get the fun decks out of the way first because this one I had a blast playing in the standard challenge. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's white black. Yep. And this has like a special spot in my heart. Oh, uh, white oh, black that's does true. in yeah. general. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like it when it's good sometimes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is a really measured statement. Yes, it is. It certainly is. I like it when it's good sometimes. Along the lines of. You know, people that I don't mind hanging out with, I like which is a different story. But <laughs> I'm going to tell you all the story very briefly. Please tell I it. Just touch Please on it. Please tell it. So we have some friends who have a board game night every Monday. Oh, my God. Which I've gone to 
every Monday for like years, not every Monday, but like almost every Monday for years now. And like, I really do genuinely love them a lot. <laughs> um, I'm included like, in this group of people. Yes. I want you all to know. Um, <laughs> but they, so like a couple of weeks ago, there was a snowstorm. Yeah. Um, and some of these people were like, hey, we're going to maybe game on Friday. But then there was a snowstorm happening. And um, our friend Nicholas, who does our board game reviews, was in the office that day and was like, All right, like who's going to who's going to come? I don't yeah. want to make people drive. And I was like, you know, Nicholas, like I've driven through a snowstorm before and I would drive through a snowstorm again to hang out with people that I don't mind. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. And I don't, in retrospect, I don't know why I phrased it like that, but oh, I, I, know I why. did. <laughs> so here's a deck that Megan oh, might not mind. There we uh, go. Playing. Might not mind. <laughs> this one was cool and it did 5-0 a standard league. So better pilots than I have done uh, a great job with this deck. Yeah. And this is a black-white enchantments deck. And it's uh, fueled by lots and lots of enchantments once again we're playing all seed of life's bounty the one mm-hmm. that gives protection the most exciting one though is Ephemia the cacophony yes um this card is sick i've played really it like in it. limited yeah and it was very good oh yeah it's it's a house um one in a black for a two one flying legendary enchantment creature at the beginning of your end step you may exile an enchantment card from your graveyard if you do create a two two black zombie creature token which is really awesome because yeah. this deck is almost mono enchantments yeah so you're almost able to make a 2-2 every single turn if you've got Ephemia in play. And the way that you get stuff into your yard to feed her is not only just through the normal process of the game, but uh, hopefully in your opening hand you have... um, Tyramid Calls the Dead, which is that saga that with the creepy golden skeleton monster on it. Two and a black, and then it has chapters one and two are the same. You put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard, and then you can exile an enchantment or creature card from among them, and you make a 2-2 zombie creature token. Mm -hmm. And then chapter three, you gain X life and scry X, where X is the number of zombies you control. So that's a nice little bonus. Yeah, I've scryed seven off of this before. Um, which is pretty cool. But this is going to help because a lot of times you're going to hit twice from this at yeah. least. And so you have fuel for not only Tyramet Calls Dead, but also Ephemia to help get your zombie engine online. Ooh, for sure. Just making a whole bunch of stuff. Zombie engine, such a bad idea. <laughs> Don't fuel your car with a zombie engine. We're just saying okay? it's going to sound like a good idea when you think of it. It's not a good idea. It is 100% to backfire on yeah. you. Yeah, like 100%. literally backfire. Zombies, they make a lot of bad fumes out mm. of their butts. Um, <laughs> I think just out of them in yeah, general. Yeah, just generally. They're just generally it's true. smelling bad. Um, I also like you've got Dead Weight in here. Yep. Which is the single back black enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets minus two, minus two. Yeah, the kill spells are enchantments like that in Meyer's Grasp. Oh, great. Same because thing. Because then it's like stuff that you can fuel. Yep. You know, it's fuel for that Ephemia um, or that t- Timur it calls the dead. Another cool combo in here is actually uh, Treacherous Blessing. Um, Ooh, yeah. which Tell is pretty cool it. by the way we're making things cheaper in this deck with our friend um starfield mystic who's making Ooh. all of our enchantments cost one less very nice by the buy and when stuff goes to the graveyard gets plus look one look at plus that one. spicy little m20 card coming back i know right who would have guessed and remember this theros art on this yes card. and this is one of the times that we were like we're going back to theros yep. yeah and we were right we were he was a clue mm-hmm. so what you do is you play treacherous bl- bl- blessing which if you like drawing cards here you go huh i do two and a black you draw three <laughs> 
But the f- problem is, this is an enchantment. Whenever you cast a spell, you lose one life. Yeah. Now, sometimes you don't care about this because there is life gain in this deck. Like if you suit up Elsie of Life's Bounty with a bunch of your stuff, there's also Archon of Sun's Grace, which is the Pegasus, mm-hmm. that whenever you cast an enchantment, um, it has constellation. You make a 2-2 flying Pegasus with lifelink. Wow. Or it gives those Pegasus lifelink. It itself has yes. lifelink. Whatever. You're going to gain life. But Point even if- is flying things with lifelink. Lifelink. Uh, even if you don't, you have uh, a few copies of ooh, Final Payment in this deck, which is you basically pay five life or sacrifice a creature enchantment. You just start destroy target creature. Oh, nice. So you can just sacrifice away that, yeah, that treacherous that blessing. That treacherous blessing. Sacrifice it to Final Payment. Kill their thing. Nice. And now you're not losing life. a pretty good turn for you. That sounds very nice. So like... It should not surprise people that I like this deck because this is a really cool synergy-based deck that uses all of its components. Mm-hmm. They're working super well together. And when it goes off, it really does. And you can, it has some absolutely explosive early turns featuring Aphemia the Cacophony and Tiramat Calls the Dead. And um, playing Treacherous Blessing, drawing three cards, the blue players are jealous. I've, I've just yeah. felt their jealousy. You could feel it way, through, the, through the, internet. the internet. Um, when I when I did this, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, I have to discard an enchantment if I want to draw." Th- oh, Do you no, know what? Two. Um, Hateful Eidolon is a card that's in here yeah. that I had not read before. <laughs> Single black one two lifelink. Whenever an enchanted creature dies, draw a card for each aura you control that was attached to it. Yeah, that's spicy. It is, and it's pretty cool too because if you have dead weight or Meyer's Grasp and you're killing your opponent's creature and you have hate, Hateful Eidolon in play, you still draw a card off yeah. of that, which is kind of wow, neat. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I like that quite a bit. So this deck, really, really fun. Like I said, somebody did 5-0 an MTGO League with it. Um, I got to, I think, four wins in the standard challenge, which honestly isn't bad because that's pretty hard. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty hard challenge. Like People are playing for real, real decks in there. <laughs> and um, For real, real. It's, it's just... A blast to play. Do I think it's been optimized yet? No, I don't. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for a super fun Auras deck, enchantment deck, consider this white black deck. Yeah. By Toxic Mahogany. Shout wow. out there. What? Who? What a name. With it. Sure. Um, so also things that we're seeing, we just have to. I just have to say. Also still five zero. Just guy fires. Yeah, still good. Turns out has not gone anywhere yeah i'm just gonna see if there's like any new cards in this oh two dream, dream trawler. trawler of course that makes sense of yep. course <laughs> of course dream trawler also in a white blue control decks which are a Ooh. thing once again megan yes Look, i play you don't think that i already have a notorious <laughs> control deck built on my arena account you don't even know me i played against a white blue control deck and we had a very amazing epic match in this and uh they had two dream trawlers in their list and what happened is my deck the white black one in the sideboard has two of kaya's wrath oh yeah which is a way to deal with dream trawler yeah and let me tell you i've never i don't know i should have been recording it the match was so epic but i got them with with kaya's wrath both instances they cast that dream trawler wow and with wow. the white black deck, it is easy kind of to rebuild yourself because of stuff like Tear My Calls the Dead yeah. and a, a, the Cacophony, whatever her name is. <laughs> um, speaking of blue white control, yeah. um, a list went 5 1 in the standard challenge um, on, arena, uh, on Magic Online. Yeah. And this does have three copies of Dream Trawler. Okay. Very one more nice. than the one I played against. I know because yeah. we saw each other's entire libraries. That's oh. that's how long it took. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, uh, four copies of Thirst for Meaning. Yep. Um, four copies of Shatter the Sky. That's the new Wrath that's four mana. Yep. Uh, four Omen of the Sea. 
for Bertha Miletus. Yeah. Wow. Little Bertha Miletus. All right. That's, doing what it can. That's spicy. Um, and for Banishing Light. Banishing Light is just such a nice card. So like classic white blue control, mm-hmm. basically. Very classic. I mean, you get you don't get Sphinx's Rev, but you do get Dream Trawler. So you do like, get Dream Trawler. What more do you want? I mean, I would rather be drawing with cards, but. <laughs> so I think like white blue control is going to be one of the big players in standard coming up. Yeah. This deck's very good. Um, Dream Trawler, like we said, is like nigh unbeatable. Yeah. But we're also not saying goodbye to stuff like Mono Red Aggro. No. Nope. That is still around. Yeah. So everybody, if you like that deck, guess what? You can it's still play still it. still around. Let's take a look at this Sultai Ramp deck. This went 5-0 in a, in a Magic Online League as well. Yes. Ramp decks, super, super popular right now and yeah. super, super good. Yes. Um, so this one has Paradise Druid to help you ramp. Um, it's got the classic four copies of Voracious Hydra, four copies of Hydroid Crassus, uh, four copies of Nissa Who Shakes the World. Yep. Um, and then it's got, you know, Growth Spiral, ooh, Tyrant Scorn, Death Sprout, Casualties of War. Yeah, so right. Sultai version a little bit more focused on killing stuff. Yeah. Um, the I've seen a bunch of different ramp ones out there. Of course, Nissa is like, I think, the star of Standard yeah. once again, which I think you called like Nissa's gonna just be she just is the card. Good. She still is the and she card. She is good. Um, but people play an elementals ramp yeah. uh, deck as well to ramp into enormous hydroid crazy. I'm just surprised. I was like, oh, are we gonna see our our three mana friend? But he he's not here. No. Which is surprising, right? Who are you? Are you, oh, are surprised? you who are you thinking of? Uro. Oh yeah, Uro. Well, definitely the the elemental ones. I think is the yeah, one that plays Uro. Uro. Um, cause they have a better chance of casting it cause the, um, for, you know, just the way their deck plays out. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Earl, I thought Earl ramped you, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Earl ramp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Earl, you, you, he ramp. He ramp. You Ooh. gain three life, draw a card, put a land from your hand into play. Gotcha. So he ramp. I mean, yeah, not in here though. All right. Esper hero. Say what? Back again. That's dun, a, that's dun, a dun, su- dun, real dun, surprise. Dun, 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 dun. Um, so this has four copies of Hero of Precinct 1, card after which is named. Yep. Um, Actress Oracle of Half-Truth. Yes, I had somebody play this against me the other wow. day. Wow. It's a pretty cool card. Two blue black for a 3-2 menace. Um, when Actress enters the battlefield, target opponent looks at the top three cards of your library and separates them into a face-down pile and a face-up pile. Put one pile into your hand and the other into your graveyard. It's just fun for everyone, really. Wow. That's exciting. Making the piles, it's a great yeah. time. I, tell me tell me about the piles. Well, you know, it's so much psychology, yeah. right? You're like, which what pile am I going to show them? Yeah. And which pile am I not going to show them? Yeah. Which one am I going to show them the bad one? Yeah. But it has two cards. Or am I going to show them the one good one and be like, you want this? Or do you want the two cards? Or do you want the two cards that you don't know what they are? Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> it's Great. just a fun mind game. Yeah. Um, classic also has two Dream Trawlers. Uh, it has two Ashiok Nightmare Oh, so Mews. here's where Ashiok's hiding out. Yeah. All right. I am I like this. Yeah, this classic. Spicy. Cl- yeah, classic little like Esper midrange yeah. deck. Um, Killing lots of things. Yeah. Uh, just just like what you would imagine you you would see in such an Esper Hero deck. A little yeah. bit of an uh, update on that deck for you. Ooh, over here on January 20th, Sebastian Pazzo, 5-0 with an Rakdos Aristocrats deck. Yeah, Aristocrats, I might uh, take that one back up. I played it a, a bunch, uh, I don't know how many months ago, like half a year ago now. Um, yeah. 
it was it was a really fun deck to play, but it unfortunately wasn't super competitive at the time. Yeah. But now it seems to be uh, that it's it's getting some help from. It has Woe Strider. Woe Strider. Uh, this is the two yep. and a black for a three two horror. When it enters the battlefield, created an O one O one white goat, goat creature token. You get to, to make your goat and eat your goat. Yes. It's uh, sacrifice another creature, scry one, and then it has escape for three black black. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I kind of like it. I claim, like it. Claim the firstborn, steal stuff, hit you with it, then mm-hmm. sacrifice it. Witch's Oven for some more, like, stupid stuff with Mayhem yeah. Devil and all that. And classic Cauldron Familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I did want to mention briefly Mono Black and Mono White, uh, uh, along with Mono Red, are also decks right now in Standard. Oh, yeah? That you can play. <clears throat> and uh, Mono Black is really exciting because you can play Grey Merchant of Asphodel. Which yeah, you can. <laughs> if you like Gary, like, we're fans of Gary, this deck plays Gary. Hey, everyone, come to our club. Fans of Gary. <laughs> I would go to that club. But yeah, you're just playing swamps. You're playing Gary. You're draining your opponent for a bunch of life. You can do fun things with Nightmare Shepherd, which this deck usually plays four copies of, Mm -hmm. copying Gary's ability. Wow. This kind of stuff. So you can make new creatures that drain once again, which is really fun. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Once again, playing Woe Strider and Tiramet Chosen from Death to up your devotion count to black. Ayara, one of our preview cards, first of Locked Wayne in here mm-hmm. as well, helping your devotion with three black mana in her in her casting cost. All right, I'm into this. Yeah, it's really fun. I played this deck a little bit. It looks like it went uh, it went five zero in a league yeah. on the twenty third. Yeah, so it can get the job done. Sure. So that's a really fun deck. That's um, good for like anybody who just wants like a base level. Oh, I'm playing Magic. I don't really know what the format's like. Kind of deck. Yeah. It's sort of straightforward. Same with Mono White, which is now a life gain deck. Yeah. Um, this has classic Ajani Strength of the Pride. This one has the minus two ability that makes yeah. uh, an Ajani's Pride mate. Yeah. Just makes an Ajani's Pride mate. <laughs> Just makes made. an Ajani's Pride mate and also gains life. It's plus one gains you some life. Yeah. Um, this one has Lyndon the Steadfast Queen. Yeah, she's great. Which hasn't had a home yet, but this is three white for a three, three vigilance. When a white creature you control attacks, you gain one life. Really cool and works well with Helia the Sun Crown, which mm-hmm. is in this deck as well. So five, five indestructible. Yeah. Um, it gives plus one, plus one counters out when you're gaining life, that kind of thing. So this deck, once it starts to do its thing. Yeah. It is real annoying. I can see you gaining just one billion life with this. Oh, Absolutely. It's also already on the, it's early in on the anti-Gary plan. Yeah, Hushbringer. With Hushbringer. <laughs> Gotta stop that Gary. Yep, one in the white for a flying lifelink, one, two. Creatures entering the battlefield or dying don't cause abilities to trigger. Well, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Hushbringer. Nice, nice Gary, I guess. <laughs> nice two, four. Nice two, four. So I don't know. I, that makes me happy that some devotion decks are yeah same doing their thing. I don't think they're super competitive against stuff like the mid range ramp decks. Yeah, with uh, Nissa, this one did go five one in the standard challenge on January twenty fifth. Like so it's, it can definitely do it. Yeah, but like, are we going to see people playing this at the world championship? Probably not. Probably not. I guess what you do never you think know. We will see at the world championship. Everybody Maria? playing Nissa. That's what I think. Wow, that's a that's a hot take. Everybody playing Nissa. Or everybody playing Dream Trawler. All right, Nissa Dream Trawler. I'll add in fires. Oh, I guess oh like yeah, and fires. Dream Trawler yeah. goes in the fires deck True. now. So yeah, yeah, that's what. Also, Jeskai Fires took down that standard challenge. So I think those are going to probably be the top three. Yeah, but you know, fingers crossed, we get some more spice in there than that. But those are what I've been seeing the most of online. Like Nissa's just still great. Yeah, 
Uro's great in the ramp deck. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> mid-range blah, can just blah, blah. eat my feet. That's what I think about wow. mid-range right now. I guess I don't mean mid-range specifically, but I mean decks that are just playing good cards. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm upset about. Like, okay. this is why I like these mono-black, mono-white, school white-black enchantment you deck. Prefer, you prefer a cool plan yes. over a stack of good cards. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. sick and tired of stacks of good cards just being the decks that people are playing. Do you hear me? What is this deck? Maria, hear me out. What? Jeskai Fires is a deck with a cool plan. Yeah, Jeskai Fires. Counts. I, I, that counts. That counts. Like, uh... I would say like aristocrats, the Rakdos aristocrats. That counts. That counts. Yeah. Cool deck. Cool, cool deck, plan. Cool plan. All right. You're just playing Hydroid Crisis and Nissa. Guess what? I'm, Everybody's I'm done it. Done with Everybody's you. Everybody's done it. I'm bored of you. Stop just playing good cards. Thumbs down. Yeah. Sultai Ram. <laughs> what is this deck? You heard. You heard it here first on Good Luck High Five. Stop playing good cards. Stop playing good <laughs> cards. How many times do we have to say it? Ugh. Well, there you go. Uh, that's a little look into the window of standard right now. Keep yeah. your eyes peeled, which is the grossest saying that I've ever heard, yeah. um, for the world championship coming up in three weeks when we're going to get kind of standard, I guess, locked in on the biggest mm-hmm. playing field of all time. I really hope that we get one cool new brew. Oh, we come on. Out of really 16, hope so. Somebody please do it. Fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, if you've got a really cool deck that you want us to know about it, please tweet at us at GLHF Magic. We would love to see it. Uh, tell us what your deck's cool plan is. Otherwise, I don't want to see it because you're just putting good cards in the yeah. deck. Um, hashtag cool plan. <laughs> Which was one of my favorite bands in the 90s. <laughs> it does sound like such a 90s band name. <laughs> it's time for story time with Megan. Some more Greek mythology. That's right. So I was thinking everyone... Not everyone, but for the most part, we're very familiar with the story of the Trojan War. Yes. Um, because Homer told that story in the Iliad, which is about the war itself, um, and then the Odyssey, which is Odysseus's journey home from that war. P-famous. Yes. Pretty famous. P-famous. Um, and there were also, like, Homer was long, long, long time ago. Um, and then, like, later on, there were a bunch of Greek playwrights, like Sophocles, Euripides, um, all of those guys, um, Virgil, who wasn't a playwright. He wrote, you know, regular verse, kind of like Homer did. I'm going to be like, he wasn't a playwright. He was a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wish, but I don't know if he was. I don't know. Um, anyways, so, and they wrote a lot of, like a lot of stories, um, that weren't specifically about the war, but were about like a lot of the things surrounding it. And I thought we would talk about what happened to some of the people after the Trojan War. Yeah. Um, where are they now? Exactly. Where are the classic where are they now episode <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, reality TV series, The Trojan, the Trojan war. war. I want to know where that horse is now. Yeah. You know what? I don't know what happened to the horse. I wish I'd looked that it up. It was in the past Thero set. Oh, that's right. Remember? Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got like soldiers and they got the O4 yeah. Defender. It was so Great. cute. I loved so it cute. so much. Um, so some of the big players, obviously, we can start with Odysseus. Classic um, Odysseus, player. one of the heroes of the, of the Trojan War because he's the person who came up with the idea that they would pretend like they were surrendering and then they would build the horse as a gift and all hide inside of it. Great um, idea. Yeah. And some people don't know this, but like, so they, a bunch of them hid inside the horse. Those weren't the only people who fought. They went and opened the gates. Yeah. Let, let a whole bunch of people in. Um, and then they, you know, they just like completely wrecked Troy. 
I wonder <laughs> big time and in, and in a not nice way. Um, there's lots of like dark stories about them messing up Troy. Would you have been convinced by this horse? I don't know. Would you have been fooled? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, check out this great horse. Hey, check out this great horse that we're giving you. It's really big for no reason. Yeah. And then, so anyways, so Odysseus, um, Odysseus goes and leaves and he ends up on this like long, long, long journey trying to get home. And it's long for a bunch of different reasons. Um, one of the biggest. Because it took many days. Because it look, took many days. Yeah. Um, there's one where like he and his soldiers land on the island that keeps Heliod's sacred cattle. Um, and they've been warned not to eat them. Um, but they do. And so all of his crew, as a result, they're all cursed. He, they all die eventually. Don't eat a cow if someone's like, don't eat these exactly. cows. Don't eat these cows. Um, especially if they're the sun god's sacred flock of golden cows. <laughs> Just saying. Ooh, golden cows? Just saying. I think they were gold. Oh, now I really want to eat them, though. Um, any, but Maria, <laughs> only you will survive and all of your men will be cursed and die. Oh, okay. okay. Um, anyways, and like lots of other stuff. Like he should have... When they were trapped by the Cyclops, um, and he had to like get the last word in and tell the Cyclops who had tricked him, but the Cyclops was is Poseidon's son, and then Poseidon was real mad because mm. you know Odysseus stabbed his son's one eye. It seems kind of mean. <laughs> seems pretty mean. <laughs> um, so Poseidon made trouble for them. Anyway, so Odysseus eventually, long, long time later, gets home. Yeah, kills all of the suitors. Um, yeah, that had been trying to court Penelope while he was gone. <laughs> Just kill them all. Just killed them all. And which was actually an issue because then all of the people <laughs> oh, was it? Yes. All of the people in Ithaca who were related to the suitors were so mad at him because yeah. they're like, excuse me, you murdered all of, why did he all of to, our family why members. Why did he have to kill them? Why couldn't he have just been the best suitor? Because here's the story about Odysseus is that we were told about how clever he is, but also he like was had, he like had a mean streak. <laughs> no, no, he like had a mean streak, right? He's the one who came up with this idea to trick the Trojans. Yeah, like he's he's not a good person in a no. lot of ways. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, and then Athena has to come down and is like, "Hey, don't fight, don't fight Odysseus." Okay. <laughs> he those suitors had what was coming, which is a you know probably not, but anyways. Anyways, point is Odysseus had a son with Circe named Telegonus. Okay. Um, and, and this is a person he was trying to suit, right? Huh? Was it her that he was trying to get her hand? Um, no, this is like Odysseus spent like a year in change on Circe's Island. Because I'm just like. They were kind of in, like she transformed all his men into pigs. <laughs> um, oh yeah. And we yeah. saw that in the first Theros set too. Yeah. So she transformed all of his men into pigs. Um, and then they, she untransformed them and then they lived happily for like a year and change before Odysseus was, I got, was like, I got to leave. I was just but they had some kids together because I was like, did he kill all those people for nothing? Um, all the suitors. No. Cause he got his wife back. Okay. He and Penelope, okay. I think even maybe technically had like another kid when he came back, although she would have been like 50. Okay. So I don't know if that's true. All right. Anyways. Um, so he and Circe had had a kid named Telegonus and Telegonus eventually goes looking for Odysseus. Because he's like, I want to meet my dad. Yeah. Um, he gets kind of lost and he lands on an island that he doesn't know is Ithaca. He thinks it's oh. somewhere else. He thinks it's basically just like uh, uninhabited. And so he starts trying to hunt on it. Um, and Odysseus and Telemachus see this like person that they don't know. Right. Because he's never met his son, Telegonus. Yep. Um, that like basically like pillaging their island. And they're like, what? And so Odysseus runs down to fight him. 
Um, except Telegonus has a spear tipped with a stingray's like stinger on it. Yeah. And stabs him and he he dies. Odysseus is killed by his own son that he had with Circe. No way. And uh, yeah, and he didn't like he didn't know it was his kid. Wow. Um, Always check pretty... before you fight someone. Like, That's if, what I've been are saying. You, you have to ask, are you a long lost or son? Could you be my son? Could you be my son with a witch? Yeah. Um I feel like you that don't is know. A, Easy question to ask before any fight, and it just exactly. will handle so many problems that could arise. Yes. You don't. You, you could avoid this know. whole situation. Yeah. Um, anyways, so that's what happens to Odysseus. Wow. Killed by his own kid. Well. Um, rough. What an end. Agamemnon. Yeah. Um, one of the big leaders of. Where is he the now? Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a good one, man. So Agamemnon, back at the uh, beginning of the Trojan War, was kind of the person who masterminded, again, like this pact with the Greeks of if something happens to Helen, we will all go and defend her. Okay. Um, and so he, he rallies the Greek army at the beginning of the Trojan War. And eventually they get stranded on an island on the way there because um, Athena is quite mad. I think it's Athena. Um it might be Aphrodite, but I think it's Athena is quite mad. Somebody's and so mad. she stills all of the winds. Okay. Right. They cannot get out of there because there is just no wind for their sails. I love how it was so easy to trap someone back then. Just yeah. take away the wind. Just take away the you wind. You can't do anything. Um, and Artemis is like, I will let the wind go, but I demand a sacrifice. Oh, nice. Um, and the sacrifice is specifically Agamemnon's eldest daughter, Iphigenia. Um, I think that there is a play about this. Um, why by she, one of those old playwrights. Why does she want him to kill his daughter? I want to say maybe Iphigenia is like a priestess of her or something like that. Anyways, Agamemnon does. Kills his own daughter Whoa. in order to make Whoa. a sacrifice to the goddess and get their war party moving. <laughs> um, not, a, not a nice guy. No, not a nice guy. So after the Trojan War, he gets back home to his wife Clytemnestra, who is sleeping with his brother. Uh, I mean, if you killed your daughter, just you'd be pretty mad. Um, the upshot of all of this is that not long after he returns, Clytemnestra murders Agamemnon. <laughs> so she just is like, Agamemnon is murdered by his own wife. I'm going to sleep with your brother and kill you. And some people are like, <laughs> she was mad about him killing their daughter. Yeah. She's in love with his brother instead. Yeah. She straight up just murders him. Great. She's my favorite character. And right I think now. in some versions, maybe his brother murders him because he and Clytemnestra are in love. But anyways, point is, <laughs> I like the version where Clytemnestra <laughs> just straight up murders Agamemnon. That's what happens to him. Oh, wow. These people so far have having great lives. Not after great this war. to be a hero of the Trojan War. No, I don't think so. Um, for, if you're a Greek. So, and it's also part of it is like, there's also technically maybe a curse on Agamemnon's house. And some people are like, she's just carrying out. She was basically an agent of the curse. Yeah. <laughs> Which was my favorite 80s band. I was about to say my favorite 80s metal band. <laughs> agent of the curse. <laughs> cool plan. My favorite 90s band. Agent of the curse. My agent favorite of 80s the band. curse. Um, last one that we're going to talk about is Aeneas, who is a hero on the Trojan side. Okay. Before we've talked about the Greeks, who won, technically. Yeah. Um, Aeneas is, he's there when Troy is sacked, um, and he, one of the gods appears to him and is like, you need to take your father and as many people as you can gather and just get out of here. Yeah. And he's like, but I'm not a coward, but there, but if a god tells you to do it, you're just going to do it. <laughs> um, so he carries his father on his back. And it's like him and a couple, like a couple dozen people, maybe. Um, And they get out of Troy. And this is the story in Virgil's Aeneid. And there's, there's a whole lot, like 
he is engaged to Queen Dido of Carthage for a while, but then is like, they're always saying like, you are called to do something else, essentially, like you need to get out of here. So he leaves. There's a whole thing in the Aeneid where like Queen Dido then kills herself and then he goes to the underworld to essentially apologize. Anyways. Speaking of 90s artists, Dido, um, am I right? Yeah. And then she, wow. Deep that cut. one actually worked. Deep cut. Um, anyways. And then like, because of that also, uh, Queen Dido is like, Carthage will forever be the enemy of whatever place you start. Yeah. Um, and the place that it, like that Aeneas is considered the founder of is Rome. He is like an ancestor oh. of Romulus and Remus. No way. Um, and that is why the gods were like, you need to get out of Troy is because you are called to eventually one day start a city that will become Rome. I wish the gods would call me to start a city. Yeah, I know. Right. It'd be kind of nice just to be told what to do. <laughs> hey, can with you your life? We need you to start a city. Yeah. I like, don't know okay. how to do that, but OK. But OK. I will do it. I'll start a city. Yeah. Can you just start a city? I mean, like, yeah, basically back then you could because there were a lot of places that weren't city. Like, if I'm like, hey, America, I want to start a city. I don't know. You probably could. I think you have to, like, incorporate or whatever. Yeah, as soon as you got enough people. I don't know what makes a place a city. I don't know either. Wow. If you know what makes a place a city. And, like, how to start a city. Please tweet at us with hashtag make a city. Because I just, like, can I just, like, go somewhere and if I buy the land and then I'm like, this is a city. I have literally no idea. (laughs) I have no clue. We just want to know how to make a city. Yeah. Great question. So anyways, and that's how Aeneas, hero of the Trojan side of the Trojan War, ends up. So oh, so he got the best I deal. I mean, technically, the Greeks won, but also a lot of them met some real bad fates. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, that's the story. That's the story of what happened after the end of the Trojan War. Great story time. Yeah. We're all going to know so much more about Greek mythology yeah. after this. Oh, man. Thanks, Theros Beyond Death. I really love it. There's just so much. It's just so epic, too. Yeah, exactly. They don't do anything in small measures, do they? No, they really don't. Hey, do you want to appease me? Kill your exactly. daughter. Yeah. Oh, Odysseus can't just all? be killed by anyone. It has no. to ironically be his own son who he's never met. And great weapon, great too. Great stuff. Spear with a... Tipped with a stingray. Stick... Like yep. a scorpion like a, tail. Yeah, like a stingray's stinger. A stinger. There you go. Brutal. Hey, everybody. We're going to play some Flavor Text Theater here, a game that Megan thought up while she was trying to not think about the fact that she's about to go get a root canal. <laughs> Literally, as soon as we're done recording this, I have to leave to go to the endodontist, and I'm no. so unhappy about it. I'm so unhappy. <laughs> seems like I just it's the worst I'm thoroughly mad I wish you could get put under then I would feel like a little better about it but me too the fact that you're not getting no it's just 90 minutes of just oral surgery at least you're gonna watch bird videos afterwards that's true (laughs) I'm just gonna watch some bird videos (laughs) saw a cat watching some bird videos after (laughs) surgery on reddit a picture of it anyway we've got a sweet Nick's forest in this pack yeah so what game are we playing? Okay, so the way this works is we've done before where we're going to tell you like what kind of song it would be. Yeah. But this time I'm challenging us to sing a set of lyrics from the fake song okay. that this that this card is. No problem. Yeah. Okay. There's the cards. There they are. All right. We have not seen these before. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Um... Who is going first? Um, if you've got something, go for it. I mean, 
I don't know. Maybe I do. Okay, I can. I can do it. Uh, sure. This I've is a hard um, word in mind. Mantle of the wolf. Oh, that's a great name for a song. Exactly. This is obviously like like a badass like eighties yeah, eighties like, like yep. Just and then are rare too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is a rare. I haven't seen this card. I don't think it's pretty good. Brianna Green enchanted creature gets plus four plus four when Mantle of the Wolf is put into a graveyard from the battlefield. Create two 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 green wolf creature tokens. So it, like it's a great an aura with no drawback. Yes. Yeah. All right. Creature. I can't see your face because you're wearing the mantle <laughs> of the wolf. There you go. That sounds like a great song. Yeah. I don't know what it means. No. But, <laughs> but you're wearing it and you can't, you know, I can't see okay. your face because of it. This one is a, a country song, which right. maybe all of mine will be. We'll find out. Fair enough. I'm just an old man sitting on my porch. I hate young kids. Yes, I do, of course. I want the young ones to get right off my lawn. That's because I'm a hateful idolon. Nice. <laughs> Great. Great. There you go. Hateful idolon coming to country stations near you. Um, all right. <laughs> when you're confronted with something you despise. Is this You're a- gonna feel the furious rise. Another 80s song. It's another 80s song. Okay. I just feel like they both had that vibe though. They did. Mantle of the Wolf and Furious Rise. Definitely like, 80s. That's just what it is. This is a, mine is an early 2000s pop song. Ooh, okay. Um, hey, uh, Backstreet Boys. Hey, girl, you're my secret prize. I <laughs> sound like I'm, I, I'm sorry. That sounded like, I don't know who's singing. Oh, Bob Dylan. It sounded like Bob yeah. Dylan singing. Hey, girl, you're my secret prize. I want you to look at me with your sentinel's eyes. <laughs> I don't know why she's a sentinel, but uh, Backstreet Boys. Can't explain them. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what this word is. I waited to say I love you and I hope I'm not too late. Do, 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 do. Because, baby, you and I have got that flicker of faith. Do, 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 do. (laughs) Flicker of faith. Flicker of faith. Oh, this one I don't like because I don't know the word on the front of it. Oh, fair enough. Okay, threnody. Like, what does threnody mean? Threnody singer. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay. This is also a 90s. Song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Girl, your love's got me flying so high. I'm on love's wings and I'm up in the sky. Uh when I see you, I feel like I want to vomit. Because if you don't love me, I will then plummet. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Plummet. Sorry it was number one. I'm getting pulled back by all the life's hurdles. Because I'm no. nothing more than a riptide turtle. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> Hey, girl, you've got some love chops. When you say you love me, I'm a flummox cyclops. 
Yeah. Another country song. All right. We encourage you all out there who are musicians to, you know, like, use that for inspiration. Yes. Um, to create a full-length Obviously, song. Some really quality song ideas yeah, in there. Yeah. Uh, I would if you, you know, if you've got it and you're just like, oh, I need to write this yeah. now, please tweet at us at GLHF Magic with the hashtag um song. <laughs> just um, hashtag no, song. Um, um song. <laughs> Um, song. I'm <laughs> saying um, hey, yo. let's play, play Theros. Oh my God. Don't, it'll be in my head all day. <laughs> I just, and when we opened that pack, we got a tentacle token. Yeah. Cute. Hey everybody, check it out. We're showcasing some cool products from Ultra Pro. Uh, like this, this is one of my favorite things that we own. Yeah, me too. Um, it's a little land station. And it's beautiful. It has these like clear acrylic cases yep. that they go in that have the nice little etched mana symbol on them. And they sit in their little home. Yeah, look it's at this. It's so nice. We've often talked about if there's a magic player and you're like, what do I get them? This is such a good idea. I'm telling you, they don't have this. Everybody will want it. Yes. And um, and it's so much nicer than like, I've seen other versions that just have like the plastic cups and yeah, stuff. But this pretty. version is like gorgeous. It looks nice. It puts these beautiful full arts on display. And so when you play a draft with your friends or whatever, your lands are already ready to go. Yes. And uh, you can take them out, pass them around the table. Oh, I need forests or whatever. Oh, so smart. So thank you, Ultra Pro, for being one of our sponsors and for making stuff that's just really awesome and useful yes. and beautiful when you're playing Magic. You know, they use a lot of uh, original art from all of, of the game's history on their products, which I really love. And then they make cool stuff like this. Yeah. So one of our favorite office centerpieces, and if you're like, I want something cool, or I need to give a cool magic present, consider this cool Ultra Pro a lens station. Hey everybody, that's this episode of Good Luck High Five. Thank you once again for hanging out with us for another fabulous week. That's right. Thank you again to everyone who is a patron of the show over at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Get geared up. Get hyped Get for up. February being Patreon Pledge Drive Month. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, gosh. I cannot wait to show you what we got. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be so good. Thank you to Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro, our other amazing sponsors. And congratulations yes. to the winner of our January Gleam giveaway, Josh Nadler. Josh, congratulations. You win an awesome Good Luck High Five swag package with stuff from Card Kingdom, Ultra Pro, and Good Luck High Five ourselves. Yeah. If you want to win... uh. Go and enter our Gleam giveaway. The link is yes. in the show notes or under the video. Please do it. Um, you, have you have a, a real good chance, a very of, winning, good chance of winning because not enough people en enter this contest, which I don't understand why you don't. Why you don't? It's so e it's zero. It's so easy. Zero like work for you. Yeah, zero. You literally just have to click zero work and like just be like I'm following you on Twitter or whatever, yeah. which you should anyway because our tweets are great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you win a, a swag package for February. Awesome. So, All yeah. Right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Players Tour and World Championships coming up. So lots of exciting stuff in Magic. Some exciting preview apps coming up where yeah. we'll talk about those things. And uh, next week, we're going to have a chat about um, Pioneer and stuff. Oh. Because, yeah, we've got to dive What's into that. What's even happening in Pioneer ahead of this Players Tour? Yeah, we haven't done it yet. So, like, let's talk about Pioneer. Um, and what else was I going to say? I can't remember. But, you know, goodbye. party on. Go goodbye. <laughs>